Time to get inspired, develop and improve your yoga knowledge in English. You listen to Your Yoga in English, a podcast for non-native English-speaking yogis that want to practice or teach yoga worldwide. My name is Annie, the founder of Enga Unite, and here to guide you on your way to become the confident, effective and knowledgeable English-speaking yogi you want to be. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Today, we're going to speak with Gwen. We're going in conversation with Gwen. Gwen is a yoga teacher, trainer, and a yoga business coach from France, but she's based in Bali. And as we share the same passion for helping yoga teachers build their career and launch their own business, We thought it would be valuable for you really to share our ups and downs of our entrepreneurial journeys so that you can prevent yourself from making the same mistakes and that you can find the clarity and the calm of navigating this journey yourself as well. Find some inspiration and hear how we manage. Hey! Hello! <laughs> hey, 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 how are you doing? So good. And you're just so nice to see you. I feel like we haven't had a chat in so long. <laughs> I know. I was thinking about it. And I think it's been about a year. Yeah. So it's like, sorry, everyone. Are we going to have a chat with Annie? <laughs> <laughs> it's necessary. We need to talk. <laughs> How's everything going for you? So good. I feel so excited by this year and it's funny because I think that a lot of other people are kind of like quite excited by what they are building not everything in the world is really exciting right now but I'm in their own life like what they are building I feel this energy in so many people mm -hmm. I feel the same I predict that there's going to be a lot of abundance a lot of courage empowerment I feel like 24 is going to be a big year for everyone Because it's a leap year, I always feel that it brings an extra confidence and luck with it. Mm. <laughs> But let's see. Amazing. I already introduced you a little bit to the community and those that have been with us for a while. They probably know who you are. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Who are you and what do you do? So many things. Mm -hmm. I think like all of us, we are so many people at once and we have been so many. So I'm a yoga teacher. I teach yoga every week and I'm a yoga teacher trainer and I'm a business coach for yoga teachers. So that has been kind of like my specialty the last seven, eight years was on mentoring yoga teachers. And this has evolved in so many things from, oh, here's how you find a job <laughs> to here's how you build an online business like mine online. Now, I will say that's mainly what I do is I help yoga teachers transition online and either build, grow or scale depending on where they are, their yoga business online. Yeah, it's amazing. And it's so necessary because we do teacher training, but then really what happens? How do we find a job? Where do we even go? Gain experience? What do we do if we want to start for ourselves? So these are all skills and knowledge that we need to gain afterwards. We need to find it somewhere. So it's really valuable what you do. And I'm really honored to be here with you and share 
how it all happens for you, what have been the ups and downs, and how you navigate all of that. Shall I just dive in straight away because I've got a few questions for you? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. And I wanted to also say thank you, Annie, like for having me, having this space, and for all the other yoga teachers also that you're always sharing so many things. And I think it is so valuable for people to have amazing people with amazing energies that are just sharing freely, genuinely the things that they know. Oh, thank you. That means a lot. <laughs> Makes me shy almost. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go forward with your question. That's all right. It's all right. It's really nice to hear. Yes. So we're speaking about navigating the ups and downs of our entrepreneurial journeys. And I would like to start with your biggest roadblock. Let's just go big straight away. What has been your biggest roadblock to success? I think for myself, it has been to do too many things at the same time because I love doing many different things, having mm -hmm. many different projects. Oh, I want to do a retreat. I want to do an online course. I want to do that. I want to read books, I want to practice, I want all of the things and I want them all the same day. And I think at the beginning that was really my roadblock was to try to be everywhere, to have all of the things in place. Kind of if I need to have all of this before something else, mm -hmm. which did not happen, obviously, you know, because it doesn't work like this. So that was really my roadblock. Yeah, I really can relate to that. And I think that also has to do with the excitement, right? Especially if you're a yoga teacher and you're sharing your passions, you get really excited about all the things that are possible. Like you said, you can create a course or a program, coaching, retreats, memberships. There are so many possibilities. I think for me, it's very similar in that way that I would dive all in without actually thinking and then let my excitement take over and not have any structure or clarity and then just get overwhelmed and burnt out because there's so many things to do. And I really have learned now that those things only can really happen if you have clear plan and work out everything step by step for yourself, which is kind of similar. I think trying too many things at once or diving all in without structure and clarity, it's interesting, mm. right? Yeah, and I think something that, and it's funny because we both going to the summit. It started today with the hand summit in case, by the way, in case people, it is happening today. And it's about passion, sharing so many conversations about passion and how it builds up. We definitely all had this reflection at the moment, how it can also consume you so passionate. And when you are so passionate, it doesn't mean that you think business or I need to do this fast. It's good for my business. So in case someone is listening and that's where they're at, we've all been there. <laughs> Those things you will learn on the way. And I think we all want to share our purpose, follow our visions, the things that we get excited about. And it only really makes sense that we then also get off track. And like, okay, we need to learn something here if we want to make this work in the long run. Mm, totally. Annie, because we're doing it a little bit interview style, we decided. So as you ask me a question, I'm going to ask you a question. So what has been for you the key to navigate all of those ups and downs? Because we all have them. <laughs> yeah, 
I think that links back to what I shared just now, learning really. I think that as a yoga teacher, we do our teacher training. We learn how to teach, guide our students, hold space, teaching techniques really. But then becoming a business owner, there are so many different skills and new things involved that we were not born with or we didn't grow up studying marketing or already having the skills to build a business. The biggest thing for me has been to invest in support and with support, I mean, business education, surrounding myself with people that are on a similar path to be inspired, to feel held accountable, to learn new things from, to receive feedback as well. Yeah, I really surround myself with people that have the knowledge, that have the skills, that have the tools, and probably also already have a proven, I don't like the word recipe, but have a proven system that worked for them to build our business. And just take from that what could work for you as well and experiment with that. Mm, I absolutely love that you're talking about support because to me, it's also the thing that really helped me navigate the ups and downs because I feel, at least for me, they're not, I can't plan them. I can't plan like next month I'm going to be up or next month I'm going to be down. Same for my business. Sometimes the business is up and we're down. You know, It's like, to me, having consistent support all the time really helped me to navigate it too. And even for everyone that is listening, Sometimes support can look into so many different ways because let's say with Annie and Gabby, the content yogi, we used to do like a little three people mastermind that we just created ourselves, having the same niche, sharing what we were doing. Finding support can be in so many ways, especially once you have the basic. But if you don't have the basic, you need to learn the skill even before having peer, I think, motivation, support. (laughs) Mm-hmm. exactly yeah it's with anything that you want to start doing we all need to start somewhere and we all need to start learning from the very beginning and I think a roadblock for many definitely for myself as well like ah I can do this alone I don't need anyone I can just <laughs> dive head in and see what happens But we find out, at least I did, find out the hard way that, no, there are skills and knowledge that I don't have and I can Google it and get far, but it's never going to be the same with someone that actually tells you first this, then this, and this is how you do it, really. When you said like Googling thing, like it even reminds me of just a simple thing like building a quiz, because I know that we both use quizzes as lead magnet also, and it can seem like so, oh yeah, you just build a quiz, (laughs) but no (laughs) even like little things that from the outside we see oh this person is doing this that's such a good idea if you're actually just learning it by yourself compared to someone having built quizzes that works and convert teaching you how to do it it's going to change the result and so the time and the result that you get from it absolutely absolutely i think yeah by yourself you can get a long way but with Anything we want to achieve in life, we're human beings, we rely on each other, we we need support with growing up our children, going to school, we've got teachers and mentors there as well. We learn in the company of others, and that is the same in our business, really. So apart from support and surrounding yourself with people, with resources that can help you to grow and develop... What other things really have contributed to your magic recipe? 
I think the magic recipe comes from starting somewhere and perhaps having like a clear idea of what success looks like for you. So you can really identify when you're there. Because if not, it's like, oh, I'm never successful. But like, how is it going to be when you're successful? Oh, you know, like I would have lots of things. And it's like, but which thing? The more specific you are when you define also your vision of this is me being successful, you can actually measure when you're there and see that you still want usually to go further after that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But then you change, what is this idea of being successful? So for me, like this is my first, let's say, ingredients of the magic recipe will be to have a clear idea of what success looks like for you. And then to know that as the topic of today, there will be ups and downs. And that's okay. Like if you did expect that, oh, you're going to start this strategy to market online or do something and it works, and then maybe it does. And you're like, oh, that's so easy. That's so great. I'm so happy. And then you do it with another course that and it doesn't work. And you're like, well, it doesn't work. I just did the same because it's not the same all the time. There's so many things that are changing you, but also your environment, people, the moon. <laughs> it's just mm. like, you know, it's really to embrace the fact that it's full of ups and downs. And that's why for me, when I plan my year, my business, I want to think of like long-term recurring revenue more than what if this one launch fail and then your entire year is a failure? No, this is too much pressure on just one real thing. So I will say this, like knowing that not everything is going to be a win and a success and that's what makes it being an entrepreneur. And the last ingredients of this recipe will be to learn the new skills and not all of them at the same time, but Let's say both of us, we have a podcast. At one point, we paused. We actually learned how to do the podcast. And then at one point, we learned how to use Instagram. And then at one point, we learned how to grow a Facebook group. We didn't do the same week. Grow your Facebook group, grow your mm-hmm. podcast, grow your Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's really on thinking like, you can make a list if you want, as like for whoever is listening on like all of the stuff you wish to have as new skill. But then start with just learning actually one, because then it's going to be well done. Mm, Absolutely. I couldn't agree more with that. It's one of the things that I keep hearing myself saying that on repeat, but it's something that we just constantly need to remind ourselves of. It's allow your to-do list to pile up. Because you are a business owner now, and your to-do list will be endless Always, because your first idea won't be your last. You will see new things that people like. You will want to try new things out. You will probably want to create different types of offerings. It can be a course or a coaching program or a retreat or whatever it is. And not everything needs to happen today. So I think it's really important that we, on our self-practices, all the things that we've learned in yoga, staying patient, being accepted, Trusting the process and apply this to our role as a business owner as well. Take your learning seriously and take everything one step at a time. Yeah. And if I can say one more thing on this, Annie, is sometimes it won't feel comfortable. Like I'm just taking really my own example that sometimes I feel like I'm stretching myself, you know. I'm asking myself, am I taking on too much? Mm-hmm. You know, thinking about those ups and downs, like, am I taking on too much and I'm going to uh, burn out yes. from it? This is something at one point that happens. 
for myself. I ask if this is stretching my comfort zone and allowing me to be able to receive and give more, mm. or am I heading to burnout? And because I've burned that once, I know the feeling, so I can see the difference. Mm-hmm. But it's really also not just staying where you are at and never stretching yourself, your comfort zone, but yeah, being mindful. Absolutely. And it's funny that you say that at the start of 2022, so two years ago, I burned out completely. I couldn't work for three months. And that was super scary because you've got a business, you're the one running it. And if you're not showing up, you can't be there for your students, right? And then I would blame myself so much because we're yoga teachers and we know everything about being mindful. We practice asana, meditation, all these self-practice tools but you're burning out still. And I think when you feel that you're stretching yourself, like you mentioned, it's really important that we learn to prioritize and to understand what type of things really, really need my attention right now and what can wait is not a priority. And at some point, it may mean that you have to onboard team members for people starting out that maybe sounds like a long time away but I would advise to do that as soon as you can (laughs) because it's going to save you time and energy for the things that you actually need to do and that truly require your attention. Yeah. For you, because I've said my little ingredients, what are your ingredients for your recipe? Yeah, sorry, I've got a bit of a bad cold. It's holding on. (laughs) Here too. (laughs) Yeah, I think lots of these things, they came up already in the conversation. And one of the main ingredients is receiving support, number one. We need the support to learn, to feel, and to be held accountable. I can also really notice when there are times that I'm not working with a coach or that I'm not working with a group of people that are on a similar path, my energy goes down because I feel less inspired and I feel like stagnant almost. So apart from that support, it also really works inspiring and motivating because you're in it together. You're not you're working both maybe on your own businesses, but you're holding each other accountable by sharing what it is that you're working on, receive feedback as well, get new ideas to try new things. So support is number one, protecting my energy, and especially after the burnout, this is something that I learned to do even more. And I think that links to my self-practice, taking that really seriously. I see that with the people I work with as well. Building a business or being a yoga teacher, the first thing that goes out of being neglected is your own practice. We are our own role models and we want to be a role model to our students. So keep practicing, prioritize your self-practice. And then when it comes to learning, for me in the beginning, It was market research because I worked or I am working with a niche that's very niche, very particular, really uh, specific. And I felt that there wasn't a lot of information yet on how to speak to the people that I work with, how to communicate the message of the things that I want to teach them or help them with. Learning to do market research, how to communicate my messaging, applying all the tools for conversion like learning how to create freebies email marketing and building this community as well because that's not a skill that we were born with either 
Yeah. Support, self-practice, investing in learning, investing in education. <laughs> yeah. And for the practice, that's it. Like it's such a center of like also what we do. And I think sometimes when we start to lose it, then it's easier to have an imposter syndrome or so keep in because then you're like, who am I to even teach people or say to do this because I don't even do it myself. And in my, for me, I, I have like an Excel sheet for the people that have worked with me. They know about it. I have like an Excel sheet where I put all of my stuff uh, per day, like that I'm supposed to do it. And I do actually schedule my practice because if not, yeah. there is always another thing that comes in. There is always something that is going to come up. And I have a little one, he's four years old, like, you know, and we can think that, oh, I don't have the time. Well, if we don't have the time to practice, that's exactly the right time to practice. Exactly, exactly. It's amazing that you mentioned that because we forget sometimes that we're more than just a business owner or a yoga teacher. There are so many roles that we take on in life. You're a mom as well. You've got a little one at home. Other people might have another job that they do on the side while they're building their business or they have to take care of a family member. I don't believe in the phrase, I don't have the time. I think that's always an excuse. If you want something to happen, you will make it happen. But we need to organize ourselves and prioritize and create a plan. And that plan may be flexible because we do want to allow for things to also happen unexpectedly. There's fun in that and we can find joy in that. But if you want to run something alongside all the other things that you need to do in life, prioritize your task. Definitely scheduling yourself practices. Yeah. And, and as you said, you know, being flexible with it, because when I say to me, I schedule it. If I did schedule it at 8 a.m. and for X reason, I cannot. Uh-huh. Like something that probably I would have never imagined 10 years ago. But so many times I actually happen to practice after lunch. Can you imagine like after eating lunch? <laughs> because that's literally the only time that I was just like, I have peace and it's my choice. Like I could also maybe make it at 8 p.m. But I really want to go in my bed at this time. So I prepare the post-lunch 20 minutes if this needs to be it. because. Then I'm so happy with myself. I'm like, I did it. Now it's done. It makes a difference. I can really tell the days that I don't practice yoga, my energy is completely off. Even if it's like you said, 20 minutes only, it makes a complete difference in the way that you show up and can hold space and can organize your mind around the things that need to be done. Yeah. Speaking about like our ups and downs, how we have navigated our journeys and how we organize our days to stay productive as well. For those that want to start building their business, what would be your number one tip? To start, like as wellpreneur, so like yogapreneur in the wellness, I think it's good to know what you want in terms of business model, your offers, like all of those things. It's good to have a bit of an idea in your mind But I think you're never going to know exactly what works for you until you do it. You might be thinking, oh, for me, okay, I want to do like a one-one business. 
And then you started, but because you said this is going to be your business, then you change your mind. You don't want to change because you're like, oh, I said that to people. That's my business. <laughs> and if you're an entrepreneur, your business is going to evolve in so many directions. So a lot of the time we are stuck because you want to start, but you just don't know where you want to start, where you want to begin. And then you just don't start. Yeah. Where you just needed to choose one of the many, many things that you wanted to offer and just do this and just see, maybe it works, maybe it doesn't work. Mm, absolutely. I think this is when perfectionism kicks in, when imposter syndrome kicks in, when we feel like a failure if it doesn't work the first time. And I think for many, it's an obstacle. And especially starting out and you haven't created anything for yourself yet to overthink the types of things that we're going to create and not really focusing on why you're doing this. And for some, it is to share their own transformation, to share all the things that they love about yoga. For others, it's something more practical. Like I want to gain the freedom to have my own schedule and not work for a boss anymore. So whatever your reason why is, I believe, is the drive, the motivation for trying and experimenting and it will also help you to stop overthinking or maybe it should be membership maybe I should create a podcast or whatever it is but that reason why is really important and staying flexible with that like you said allow yourself to evolve allow yourself to change and go with what works for you that suits your energy levels suits your personality and it suits your ideal clients Yeah. And as you said, bye-bye, perfectionism. It's nothing done, this one. <laughs> Is there anything else that you would like to add to this? I think like truly a lot of the yoga teachers that are probably listening to us because that's also the same people that I know are yoga teachers is that we often overthink it and we're not like business mind. And so we're just like, I just want, and this is like this, you know, I just want to teach this. And I just want to, okay, start offering stuff online because I see that maybe it's a good time to do it now, which is very smart. But it's like overthinking that you almost like think you already know all of the things that you have to do. And by looking at this, you look at a mountain and you're like, this is too much. I already feel overwhelmed. I didn't even start. And it's, this is because... You are looking at a mountain that no one is showing you. Like it's invisible. You are inventing this mountain that does not exist. And this is only because you are not following like a path, you know, someone teaching you how to do those stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that to say, oh, you have to join INE or I program, but you will have to do something that includes joining some programs like the hours or some others, like people that you resonate with to actually learn how to do all of the skills we talked about because I think that's more amazing than unfortunately like now you have people that teach you all of the things mm -hmm. just online you don't even have to go anywhere exactly exactly when you're doing this or if you try to do this by yourself and I've done it I didn't have any results no one signed yeah. up I didn't have a community yeah. <laughs> it was one excuse my language but it was a shit show <laughs> It really didn't work. And I think it can be because of many, many different reasons. One of them really could be because we're overthinking and we get stuck in our heads and no one is inside there with us. And if you're not allowing external support, someone else that can change that perspective 
perspective or lays out the steps that you already have in mind, but makes it clearer and lays it out in a way that actually feels doable. Yeah, we get stuck there and either we'll postpone it yeah. or a lot of time on things that actually don't work are not as effective. Well, I also try to like you, you know, at the beginning, and I think we all do it until we're like, okay, actually, it's not working. That's why I need someone to help me, you know? Yeah. And then we spend $200 and we're like, oh my God, I spent $200, you know, which <laughs> is so interesting how it evolves, you know, as you grow your business as a yoga teacher. And one of the things is like, even a lot of you, I'm sure, have done programs before. Not all programs are for everyone. And that's why, without overthinking it though, but look at the modalities in the programs that you are looking at, you know, and you're like, oh, this one is great for me. It's only one month. I just want to learn this little thing. Mm-hmm. Or I prefer long-term thing. I want to work for 12 months with the same group of people. Do you need to start at the same date as everyone because you like to be moved one week after the other? Or do you like your own rhythm? Or do you want to be with 100 people? Or do you want to be with 20? Like, what is your way? Because if you really do your research well, then you're going to choose a program that really works for you. And they're all different. Like all our programs are so different. Even mm-hmm. if they're similar in the outside, it looks like that they are quite different. This is the same with going to yoga classes. There's a teacher for everyone, students for every teacher. When you choose a yoga teacher training, you're also looking at all those things, right? Do I want it to be online, in person, maybe hybrid? How long do I want it to be? Do I want more one-on-one assistance or do I prefer working with a group as well? What is the style of yoga? Some people forget about this completely and they just go to whatever yoga teacher train. <laughs> like, oh, I didn't know there was yin included here. <laughs> so yeah, it's important to get really clear on what it is that you want and what you need, the type of support that you wish to receive from your mentor, your coach or your peers. And yeah, definitely duration as well. What are the skills that you want to learn and how long do you realistically need for that? Because that I think is another obstacle or roadblock for many. We want quick fixes. We want to do this today, learn this skill and then straight away apply it. But I think that especially with something like this and if we're completely new to it, applying or learning new skills takes time. We need to practice and with practice grow. I feel we could talk for like two more hours. I think for both of us, it's a topic that we get really excited about. (laughs) Gwen, let us know, because you spoke about your podcast already. We know that you've got a community group. Where can people find you? And how can they work with you? Everywhere, which is not something I feel in one day for the job. Yes, I do have like a Facebook group and a podcast and all of this stuff. I think if you go on my Instagram, on my bio, you can find all of those links. Like there was the link of the podcast, the Facebook group, Instagram, YouTube, and all the ways to work with me. So if you are interested in building your business online, then yes, you can have a look. And there was free resources and all of the things just for you. <laughs> Wonderful. You mentioned the quiz as well. I love quizzes. Got a few quizzes. I know. I'm actually doing a new one. I'm doing it this week. It is what is the missing piece in your business? Oh, nice. Coming in 10 days ish. Amazing. Oh, keep us posted. I would like to take. (laughs) 
Well done. Okay, Gwen already mentioned the summit today. I'll be live there at the summit. It's Empower Your Life Purpose, Empower to Live Your Life Purpose. I will see you there. I'm going to be live there with Vivienne. Last week, we were live on Instagram with Vivienne, so you've seen her before. We're going to be speaking about my journey of personal and professional development, a very intimate look behind the scenes. I'm a little bit nervous about it. Gwen, what did you share there? Did you do a pre-recorded interview for the yes. summer? What have you shared? What are you so going to share I'm, with us? On on Sunday, talking about how to transform your passion into profit. Mm, nice one. <laughs> really interesting. So for those that haven't signed up yet, go and check out the link. There's a link in my bio. Gwen's interview will be there on Sunday. Really exciting. I'm going to watch it. And I will be there live at 5 p.m. Central European time this afternoon. I hope to see you there. If you have questions, always feel free to write a message as well. And Gwen, I want to thank you for being here. It's an honor to share this time with you. Thanks, Annie. It was so nice, as usual, to have a chat and have a chat with everyone that came here. And Lisa, no, it's not your fault to take. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Have a great rest of your day. Gwen, I think it's like four o'clock now. Yeah. Great thing for you. Great day for everyone in Europe and the Americas. And I will see all of you this afternoon. Live at the summit or next week on Instagram. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. We're everywhere. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Bye, Annie. Goodbye. You listen to Your Yoga in English brought to you by Enga Unite, a unique online learning platform for non-native English-speaking yogis. If you liked what you learned today, I would love for you to leave a review. Don't forget to subscribe. And follow us at Enga Unite. Join the community and become a member of the Teach Yoga in English support group. Check out our continuing education membership that offers you the chance to develop your skills and expertise through self-paced learning and live classes and training. If you want help understanding what you need to improve and create an action plan to achieve the goals that you have for your career as an international yoga teacher, book a free discovery call with me, Annie. You can find all the links in the show notes. This is your time to invest time in your personal and professional development.